0: Travel Podcast News is the first ever travel podcast in India. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and keep yourself updated with the exclusive and exciting insights into the travel industry. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Travel Podcast News. We have with us Mr. Simon today who has worked with the British Telecom for over 25 years before setting up his own IT consultancy, supply maintenance business in 1999. And he's a seasoned traveler with good knowledge of Caribbean, China, Dubai, Florida, Greek islands, Mexico, Portugal, you name it. He provides general support in the office, including knowledge of his holiday destinations, IT solutions to make life easier for his wife who owns the business and her clients. And he has attended Pata events in UK, China, Kazakhstan, and Malaysia to develop new partnerships and gain good knowledge of destinations. So, Mr. Simon, how are you doing today? I'm very good, Vatik. How are you? Very well. So excited to have you here. And we hope that we learn a lot from this conversation. I'm just going to ask you, uh, you've made a conscious decision to close down this shop for one year. Could you help us understand why that is?
1: it's mainly because we've seen a lot of uh, our, our colleagues who work as as small independent travel agents that's what we are we're not a big travel company and mm-hmm. so many of them have been forced to carry out so much work in trying to sort out clients bookings that it's just not cost effective you spend all your time sorting bookings out um and if a booking is cancelled you lose the money because you lose your commission and you have to spend time to sort it all out. And it's it's, it's just not working. And, and so many of our colleagues uh, are now actually having to close their business permanently because it's not cost effective to run.
0: So this has been a lingering situation for quite a couple of months, I believe. And we just wanted to understand when do you plan to restart your business?
1: Do you already see some green shoots of
0: travel in the U.K.?
1: Um, unfortunately not, because the rules keep changing from, from one day to the next as to where people can travel to. And certainly as far as long-haul travel is concerned, I don't think anyone is, is looking to do long-haul at the moment because of the sort of long flights wearing a face mask and and reduced facilities on the planes. So we're hoping to to start again in the new year when the next sort of holiday bookings tend to pick up anyway. But at the moment, mm-hmm. very few people are looking to, to leave the UK because they just don't know whether they'll have to stay in quarantine when they come back or not. So it's not worth the trouble and travelling.
0: So uh, any help from associations, uh, any source to the industry, whether directly or indirectly, have there been any outcome of that?
1: Uh, unfortunately, not. It seems that the uh, the British government are, are, are very keen to support the hospitality industry, uh, but not the travel industry. And we have made a number of appeals through um, ABTA, the Association of British Travel Agents, and, and through various other bodies, to try and say, "Can you help us? You're helping hospitality." Can you give us some some financial help as well? And unfortunately, nothing is being done at all to, to, to support the travel agent, I suppose, because it's almost considered to be a luxury. So, you know, people shouldn't be going on holidays at the moment anyway. I see. So
0: this is a pretty dire situation wherein uh, the travel fraternity basically needs uh, some help from the UK government so what would you like the UK government to do for the B2B travel distribution channel what would your top three requisitions be?
1: I think it's very difficult because we're, we are the, the, the independent travel agents are fighting against some of the really big companies and obviously the government aren't going to do anything that's anti-competitive uh, for example um, British Airways holidays are, are offering prices which are absolutely ridiculous there's no way that anyone else can compete with them but it would be nice if, if the government could provide the same support they have for the, the hospitality industry I think uh, I was on a, a webinar with I think somebody in, in South Korea was it where they offered vouchers to people to actually give to their travel agents to, to help them support their costs um, and also, you have have what's called a furlough scheme over here where the government have, have provided funding to, to businesses uh, to, to help pay employees wages. But again, that's all now stopped in the travel industry. So it'd be nice to get any support whatsoever or even recognition that the, the travel industry is in, in severe trouble. But unfortunately, I don't think we're top of their list.
0: So talking about UK and India, I wanted to understand that if you have any clients that travel to India for leisure or work, have there been any inquiries for that in the past? just wanted to know the india uk travel bubble will start from december with spice Church.
1: yes it is interesting to, to read about uh, the uh, the corridors opening up to india but again i think people are, are very hesitant we we do have quite a few clients who who love india um it's it's certainly one destination that i would i still haven't been able to explore myself my wife has, has been to India a number of times. But uh, we've got some partners, business partners in India that we have been keeping in touch with uh, and they've been telling us what's been going on. Um, but at the moment, we haven't got any bookings um, lined up or, or in the pipeline for India, which is a shame because... It's become such a popular destination um, and our, our local airport here, Stansted Airport, uh, has now got a route um, It just opened a route into India as well. So we've got plenty of ways to get there, but unfortunately, the demand isn't there. People are, are still a little worried about what the implications will be and can they get back again? Mm-hmm. So in these times
0: when there are desperate, uh, there's a desperate situation and there's there's desperate measures need to be taken where the demand is also not actually meeting uh, your expectations. So what are you doing to keep yourselves busy? Are you strategizing new things, planning for the future for a post-COVID world or are you trying to cope up with the situation?
1: I think the, the, the lucky thing we've had have, has been a lot of the um, companies we deal with have been providing additional training sessions. We've had lots of webinars, but that's now starting to to wear a little thin. It's at the end of the day, because we provide specialised tailor-made travel, um, we need to actually talk to people face-to-face. We need to actually get to the countries and, and visit them and, and see what's actually there and talk to our partners because you can you just can't really get a a proper impression online as to as to what is on offer and um, so we've been developing so working with our partners to try and look at new programs Um, we've had some some wonderful offers you know being put our way but uh, again, we just haven't got the the demand to, to take it up at the moment. So, we've been keeping fairly busy and sort of trying to develop new packages for the new year. But as to whether we'll actually get to sell them, we just don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, any backup plans? Uh, whether if if whether if if the COVID situation doesn't open up, if it's not as you imagine it to be, uh, what are your plan B's?
1: Um. <sighs> I think my wife will just retire to the garden. She's she, she loves gardening since she's uh, since the beginning of COVID, and she's been living out in the garden. Um, I, I think uh, myself, I've had to to find a a part time job, and I know some of my fellow travel agents are, are doing the same. We're having to find other part time jobs to to try and get some money coming in um because at the moment in the UK things do not look particularly good for the for the travel front but we're not going to give up on it because it is a passion we we love travelling and we love to to pass our passion on to our, our clients and say, look, we've got some wonderful offers out there. India as a country has got so much to offer. And, and we know that our colleagues over there are, are facing the same pain as we are. So we're not going to give up. Um, and hopefully 2021 will see us getting some more business going. That's
0: a wonderful way to look at it, Mr. Simon. Uh, very well said, actually, there. So I just wanted to understand if you have any message to the Indian travel community. We know we want to help each other out, UK and India need to come together. So any last message any uh, to the Indian travel trade community?
1: Um, I think, as I said before, we, we feel your pain. Um, we know how difficult it is when you have got so many wonderful offers, uh, so many beautiful places to, to see across the country um and and we know you must be struggling as well um and and we do feel for you and and hope i say to 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 keep building more relationships get in touch with more people and i say from my point of view i can't wait to get to india myself and and actually have a look around and uh meet more people as well so um don't give up We're, we're not giving up if you've got the passion for travel hopefully things will come back to normal next year
2: Thank you, Simon. Uh, Simon, I'm Hazel.
1: How are you, Hazel? I'm
2: great, Simon. Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. We really appreciate it.
1: No problem at all. I think one of the, the things that we has, has been of great benefit, um, certainly during the past month, uh, is, is talking to other people around the world because it's it's so difficult you know, we're all sitting here in the UK with our problems and we know from from emails and updates we get from uh, our suppliers around the world that that you know you're facing the same sort of problems. you're working so hard to try and get people to, to come and see you um, so we know how hard it is for you and, and that's why we're happy to support and, and also share share our pain so that everyone around the world knows you're not alone we're we're all facing the same sort of problems and hopefully we'll get through it all
2: that's so true because when i hear when i read your responses i felt like india is facing the same problems whether it's about refunds or it's about uh you know attending back-to-back webinars we are going through the same thing (laughs) yes So in India, uh, I wanted to know if the same thing is happening in the UK as well. In India, we are opening up our B2B exhibitions from uh, 15th October, which is tomorrow. And we're already seeing some sort of leisure travel uh, to close by destinations. In fact, people are already taking domestic flights. Is that happening in the UK?
1: Um, no, because it, it is it is such chaos in the UK. I think where I think there are so few places that we can actually fly to. You know, even within Europe, uh, where you don't have to quarantine when you come back. Uh, I think Sweden is on the the clear list. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if the Canary Islands are, but. It, it keeps changing from from one day to the next, and so you can book a holiday, um, and go out and think you're going to be able to come back, no problem at all. And when you, by the time you've had your week in the sun, um, you find that you have to then spend 14 days in quarantine coming back. And if if someone's got a job, you, know, you just can't do that. Uh, so they're very very few people going on holiday now and those that did go a lot of them suffered a lot of them had to spend extra money on getting earlier flights to come back to be quarantined um it's it's been absolute chaos and um it's such a shame so no no long haul tours at all and and very little short at the moment
2: what about domestic no domestic travel at all
1: there is, there is some domestic travel and, and people have um, you know, been exploring within the UK more, um, and a lot of the, the hotel chains have, have been working hard to support that. But again, it, it looks as though we, uh, as far as the north of the UK is concerned, um, they're introducing a stricter strict lockdown now. So whether that will affect the the hospitalities, so, you know, restaurants won't be open, bars won't be open, um, it's very limited as to, as to where you can go. And again, uh, we're only allowed to have a, a maximum party size of six. So, there, there are so many rules that put you off wanting to go away. Even, you know, a, a couple of families can't go away together now. Um, right. So, the, the opportunities have been there to, to explore what we've got within the country. But again, the, the rules say, you No, know, you can't do it at the moment.
2: Right. Um, Also, a lot of the uh, travel trade associations, the big national bodies, they have filed a lot of uh, complaints in the Supreme Court here with regards to uh, refunds um, from airlines, etc. So is the same thing happening uh, in the UK as well?
1: Um, I don't think. I mean, we're fairly lucky in the UK in as much as that if you've paid for your uh, flights or holiday with a credit card, if the um, if the airline or holiday company won't refund your money but just want to give you a, a voucher in, instead, mm-hmm. um, you can actually go to your credit card company and get them to claim the money back. Uh, so we, we don't actually have to go to court, but. Yes, a lot of, uh, sort of particularly the low cost airlines have been trying to force vouchers onto people because right. obviously they need the, the money to, to try and keep operating. But um, it, it's very difficult. And uh, the, the credit card companies, have, I think they've now got a something like a three month wait processing all the people's applications to get their money back.
2: Correct. Uh, yeah. So even in India, they are giving out credit shells and travel agents don't want because their money is blocked. Yes. Uh, yeah. And we fear that because of the, because a lot of airlines work, uh, you know, without any extra cash flow on a daily yeah. basis. So we fear that some of them, uh, you know, might not be able to sustain over a long period of time. And we might see, you uh, uh, a jet airway scenario once again in india so uh, is there a f- similar kind of fear in the uk as well
1: there there, there is yes i mean we, we've got sort of a, a number of, of low-cost airlines uh, i mean jet two have probably been the, the biggest success story um in the past couple of years they have they have grown from nothing um and they've been particularly good at working with travel agents and, and giving us plenty of support um, but again, they're, they're very limited and they have to keep canceling flights because we can't go to certain destinations. Uh, so, you, you do understand from a business point of view that you now these airlines have got massive cash flow problems. And it's, I think the only one we've come across that um, has, has been trying to, to survive its best is, is Qatar Airways. But then you've, you've got all the money being ploughed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got plenty of money to back it up, um, yes, it's great. But so many airlines don't have that luxury, uh, and, and they must all be struggling immensely. As as, as the airports as well. I mean, h- how the airports are coping financially as well is is is, an, is another massive struggle. True.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, is there anything you would like to add, Simon?
1: no no other than the fact that i say well one day i will get to see india <laughs> <laughs>
2: Me um, to I,
1: <laughs> we, we've had to, we, over the past couple of years we've had so many programs um featuring india and, and what it's got to offer uh and and, and you know, a lot of people in the uk have, have now sort of fallen in love with the country and say yes i must go and try it um and now this comes along and, and stops us all from coming but uh I say, we've got got a a, a number of suppliers who've who've said, you know, come over and visit us and uh, we'll show you around. And that day, I'm I'm hoping will occur next year and sharing the pain and, and supporting one another. And I think that's so important when we've got these troubles to face.